This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is sponsored by Magic Rock Brewing. Currently... You can get free delivery on all orders over £40 and 10% of all online orders by using our code of TakesThatChance10. Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And Moy stayed onside. Here's Mounier. 2 0 Huddersfield down on the opening day of the Premier League. One two wicket from the. Here's Moy right footed. 1 0 Huddersfield down. Lindelof misses his header. De Quattro's in. Round to Heya. 2 0 Huddersfield down. 2 0 Huddersfield down. Here's Zanka to turn it into the pass. Yes! Yeah. I'm recording. Lovely stuff. Cool. Can Town bounce back against Birmingham, ladies and gentlemen? Let's find out. Welcome to the warm-up episode 22. Joining me, your host, Brady Frost, is someone who would bounce around the goal trying to keep the ball out. It's former Town goalkeeper, Phil Senior. How are you, Phil? Very good, thank you. Good, good. Good to hear. Joining Phil and I is a man who is bouncing more onto this podcast than the ball at Westvale Squash Club. It's James Whitaker. How are you, James? Yeah, yeah, not bad, thank you. Not bad at all. Thanks for having me back. You teased me for, uh, you know, not letting you talk about the squash club, so I thought I'd get it in the intro there. <laughs> right, well, we're in good spirits considering what happened at the weekend, um, but we obviously we're a preview. We will talk a little bit about Preston, unfortunately, but um, we'll talk about Birmingham first. So coming into this game on Tuesday, they're 21st in the league, actually behind us with 34 points, but they did get a much-needed victory at the weekend, a 2-1 win over QPR, who QPR are in good form themselves. Um, just looking at their stats as well, Birmingham have actually only lost three of their last 10 away games. Um, but overall, they've only won three in the last 10. So that's home and away. 
Um, a 2-1 defeat for town when we played these guys in October. Um, that was a bit of a frustrating one, really, because we equalised with five minutes to go and then lost the game. Um, it's a huge game on Tuesday as well, Phil, given the given the form of town at the moment. How are you kind of feeling feeling about it? We were in this position before, weren't we? And we, and we, and we snuck, well, we, not snuck a win, we, we battered um, someone and, and, and it kind of just changed and, and everyone's happy again. So it, it, it feels like it's back to that. The performance is exactly the, the, the same. I think the performance, I mean, I don't know how much we're going to talk about it, but uh, from yesterday was poor. Um, kind of not the norm. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping they can, can bounce back to kind of the, the same kind of style of football that we've been playing through through the season. But again, it's 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 difficult time at the moment. It's I mentioned a while ago and, you know, results, people change with the results, but it's relegation form. The way that we're playing, the mindset, it's all relegation form. So it's a huge game. It is really, it really is a huge game. Um, I, I don't want to predict this time round. So uh-huh. don't ask me for predictions or anything because I got it right last time. So please don't ask me. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game going forward. Yeah, James, what about yourself? Because I think what's really surprised me is obviously we had that great win against Swansea and um, then we went into Derby and just it looked like we had no confidence and then likewise at Preston. How are you feeling about this one? Yeah, um, like you say, it's sort of like after the game at Swansea, I wonder if that was maybe a little bit of a false dawn in terms of obviously... Um, with each goal, I think that if you could look at it very critically and quite harshly, you'd say that we got the rub of the green on each of them. And, you know, Dwayne Holmes was a bit of a wonder goal, really. I'm not looking back, I'm not 100% sure if it was a 4 1 game. But uh, in terms of the Birmingham game and, and the way that we're sort of playing at the moment, um, yeah, I think it's really hard because I think it's just the same story that we've seen, really. We're conceding goals. Um, at one end and then struggling to create at the other. So obviously, obviously, like Phil says, that's 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 relegation form really, and that's uh, yeah. So we need to. Um, I think really it's going to be really difficult to sort of change that mindset and instill some confidence back into the players. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's that's a big part of it. It really is a big part. Of that mindset is it's so important. No matter what performances are like, once once it's set in, and it's it is the same players, so it wasn't really freshened up that much in the window. So uh, you know you, you see a couple of players come in, and, and there's that new impetus, right? You know, and, and you and you nick a few results, and and, the, and it kind of changes. But at the moment, it's just going the same way. So um, it'd be a difficult time in that changing room at the moment. No, definitely. I mean, the only thing I would say is. Um, coming into this, we kind of know how Birmingham are going to set up because Karank is quite a defensive coach, but um, they don't actually score that much. They've only got 25 goals in 33 league games. So, I mean, who knows with town? Um, I mean, they did score two against us last time we played them, but, um, you know, they're not going to score many, hopefully. I know our defence is incredibly leaky at the moment, but um, I suppose that is a positive. Um, yeah, just... I suppose we'll, we'll move on to kind of key players, really. Um, James, who who have you picked out for Birmingham, really? Um, so I've gone for Jeremy Bella. I think that's how you say it. Uh, who I thought looked really dangerous in the reverse, reverse fixture against us. Uh, very pacey and skillful, And uh, our defence isn't really blessed with pace, particularly with um, Keogh and if Stearman plays. 
Um, he helped create the 90th minute winner for Jukovic um, with that shot that just fell very kindly um, after it sort of ricocheted off the bar. Um, I think he complements their their forwards well. So, you know, big big strikers like Jukovic and Hogan as well. I think he complements them very well with his pace. Um, he's had three goals and five assists, which isn't amazing. But like you say, they're not exactly a high-scoring team and they are having a poor season. So, yeah, I think that he's a bit of a danger man. Um, and I'd be looking to see who he'd, who he'd be matching up against. You'd hope it might be against... Um, maybe stick one of the win backs on him or one of the one of the centre midfielders to just drop in and, and just watch him really. Um he, he does sort of play off the wing um and, and up front as well. So yeah, um that's who I that's who I'd go for, uh, Jeremy Bell. No, that's it that's that's who I went for as well actually. Um yeah, just because I thought he was dangerous in the previous game and I do think this will well we'll come on to to how we see the game going, but I do think it's going to be kind of they'll be looking for him to counter because I think they are going to set very very deep and just try and get catch on the break. And um, Phil, what about yourself? Who who do you think is the key player for Birmingham? Yeah, I've not really looked in terms of who's been played recently, but I do know that I think games like this, it's like you've just kind of hit the nail on the head in terms of the defensive abilities. And um, there's a young lad who I used to play with called Mark Roberts, centre half, who um, mm-hmm. within set pieces is is really dangerous. Um, and I just think sometimes with games like this at this stage of the season, with two teams that are struggling, um, I, I think the set piece is a key. Um, he's got a massive throw, which which is dangerous, and and he's great in the air. So for me, someone someone kind of in his ilk, where if, if he's solid at the back and he kind of nullifies whatever threat we do have at times, <laughs> then going forwards, he can be a danger in the other box. Uh, and, and we've seen what we're like when it comes to defending our own box. Um, so, yeah, a, a kind of bit of a danger man for me. But again, I'm not sure if he's been if he's been playing recently. Yeah, that's interesting. I suppose I'll ask you, Phil. I always ask you all keeper questions, so I won't. But um, I won't this time because I know I always put you on the spot. But... <laughs> If you were if you were in Schofield's position, do you think it's more on the defence? You know, because we do look really bad at set pieces, or is that more, you know, a thing that needs to be coached out, or is it a bit of both? Yeah, I think it's a bit of both, isn't it? You've, you've got that. Um, I think we've seen there's a bit there is a bit of trust there with him. He, he has come for a few crosses and, and been commanding at times, um, but it, it's it's kind of a togetherness into your unit. So you, if you, you need to be in sync, and I think. What we've seen is is that the centre halves at times aren't, uh, which then obviously detracts from the keeper, and and you can see kind of a, a you know a bit of an uncertainty creep into to the back four. So um, I, I'm really surprised that nothing's changed defensively for me. I'm really surprised that you know we, we're obviously struggling struggling going forwards. If that's the case, short up at the back, and I know it's awful to, to talk about, but someone like Allardyce, who it, the football is boring. Doesn't mean the football going forward has to be boring, but if you're really rigid and structured at the back and you're trying to, I can't believe that we haven't kept a clean sheet in 13 games. I saw that today. I, that, that's ridiculous. It's, it really isn't hard to, to sneak a clean sheet out of one of those games, surely. Um, and it's, you know, I think it's a big issue. But yeah, I, I do think it's a unit. Um, midfielders get away with a hell of a lot when we talk about defensively because uh, it, it's really surprising how much they can support a, a back four just in terms of, like James mentioned there, dropping into little holes and nullifying that kind of like, that threat into these little pockets. Um, but 
in the same breath, I've never, I haven't seen a team kind of break us down this season. I really haven't. The goals have been crap. The goals we've conceded have been rubbish. I wouldn't mind if someone's like bopped a few around us and, and gone in behind and then wouldn't mind that, but they haven't. And we saw again on Saturday, there's some horrendous goals going in, um, which it doesn't help us. No, definitely not. I, I mean, what, what I would say is I, I, I agree with you. The goals were terrible. I did watch back Preston's third and that was actually a well-worked move, but um, we, no one wants I, I to I turned it that. off by then. I turned it off and had enough. <laughs> I don't blame you, mate. Um, anyway, we'll come on to town key t- uh, team players. I mean, key players, I'm going to say. Um, guys, yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll jump in first. I think I think Fraser Campbell for me... Um, when we play, when he plays well, we tend to be playing well at the moment. I think of Swansea. Um, he was great. He was great against Swansea, to be fair. Uh, and I think if you know, he seems to have shaken off that um, that kind of abdominal pain. It's one of them where you know um, we know what Campbell's like. He's not always you know he's not always going to be on it and consistent. But when he is, I think we look a lot better. Um, we'll come on to selection, but I think Campbell to me has always looked better when he's got someone up top with him to support him. Because um, he looks a bit lost on his own at times, uh, so so we'll see. I, I, again, I well come on, come on to the match, but it's going to be Towns' attack versus Birmingham's defence, I think. But um, James, what about yourself? Who who are you picking as a key player for Town? Uh, yeah, so I've gone for Dwayne Holmes. I think. Um, well, I was a big fan of him in his sort of first spell. I'm sorry to see him go, actually, but um, in the same breath, I was very glad to see that he's he's now come back to Town and. I'm not sure he's quite got going yet. And I think the the reports from, from Derby were that he, he could be a little bit inconsistent. And I think, hope, I'm just hoping that we start to see a more consistent performance from him, really. Um, against Swansea, I think he showed us what he can do. You know, there was a fantastic goal. Um, not two good goals, but what one of them in particular where he cut in and um, struck it struck it so well. Um, I would put him back. I don't, I don't want to get too far into the... Um, the gaffer bit, but I'd put him back into centre midfield and give him a bit more of a licence to go forward. I think that's his preferred preferred position and probably his best one as well. Um, and I think we do need a bit of creativity in that midfield. So I think um, Dwayne Holmes would, would be my key player. That's a good shout. Phil, what about yourself? <laughs> I've just been starting thinking about this. The right. panic. I was right last time, don't forget, and Benza. And yeah. I was right with, with other kids, so... I'm going to go Bakuna. All right. Because I think if he has a good game and he pops up with maybe a goal and maybe makes the right decisions with the passes forward, I think he could be quite influential against teams like um, like Birmingham if they're going to sit behind and sit back. Um, he likes a shot from outside the box. Um, I think in the middle of the park is going to be key. I think the ball needs to move quickly. Um, and so I was going to go for Lewis O'Brien, but I think Bakuna, I can't believe I'm saying it. No, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I was watching about the highlights and he gave, Bakuna gave away the um, free kick for Birmingham's first. But yeah. that's, you know, maybe he has a chance to, uh, you know, to get some redemption. And like you say, when Bakuna's on form, for me, he offers, out of all our midfielders, he offers something different. And, you know, yeah. Well, well, we'll see, really. But I think that's a good shout. Is that? I suppose that's more out of hope than uh, than reason. Have you noticed every time um, Lewis O'Brien pops up at edge of the box, it's always on his right foot. He always gets a chance on his right foot. There's a there's a drag back or something, or, or something just dropped, and it's always on his right foot. And, and he, he he hits the ball clean. So 
I, I would talk between both of them, but yeah, I do think Lacuna. Just have a one good game, please. <laughs> yeah, I think it's getting to that point. Um, there is no, um, we've got no Birmingham fan. They didn't want to chat to me this week because, um, you know, I was very mean last time. But um, before we before we do that, we suppose we can talk a little bit more, but we'll come to return to the Mac. Phil, you sang it before, but I guess you're not in a singing mood. Uh, yes. <laughs> give, it, give it how it's going. Um, James, who have you gone for bringing a former player back? Right, so I've, um, we need uh, we need a left back uh, with Toffolo's injury and Jaden Brown's suspension. Um, Stephen Chicken talked in his five conclusions uh, after the Preston game about how we need more stronger leaders. I think that's sort of similar to what Phil said, really, about trying to turn turn when you're in a relegation battle and when you when you and your backs are against the wall, you do need people who are going to sort of lead you through it and give everyone a bit of a boost. So um, I've gone for Chris Lerver. Now, um, obviously, he's not the best player that's ever played for town, uh, but he was a leader and one of the captains that signed in defence. I think his sort of solidity and mentality is something that this team that we see now is just sorely lacking, in my view. Um, he's consistently sort of six out of ten, seven out of ten player, um, really important in the promotion campaign and... I actually. Uh... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I briefly met him at Canalside during a press conference there and it was after the Tottenham game in the Premier League and he was so hard on himself about when Harry Kane just cut in and hit it from like 30-odd yards. And it's just, I think that mentality about just how much it actually meant uh, for him to wear the shirt and just the honesty that he showed in saying it, you know, how much of a big step up the Premier League was. And I think we just need someone with that kind of attitude in the team at the moment. Um, that's my view. So I've gone for Chris Lerber. I think that's a great shout, to be honest, mate. And um, I completely agree with you. It wasn't the most um, tricky or skillful, but consistent, knew what you're getting with him, like you say, a yeah, leader. Absolutely. Um, Phil, what about yourself? I'm <laughs> going for another random one here. Um, All right. Chris Beach. All right, yeah. Chris, Chris Beach were he, he were he were he came. We were all academy uh, YTS, and um, he, he once came up to us all and he said, "I'm like Nike." He said, "I can pass, I can dribble, I can run, I can score goals, I can head it. I'm like Nike. Just do it." And we all kind of like took the mickey out of him, and, and, and it was kind of a running joke over and over again. But he always had a knack of kind of getting into the box. Timing his runs late, and he always popped up with, with a few goals. I don't know if you remember that season. We were 
were one of the favourites to go up and we decided it was a great idea to let Stewie go. Um, I think he got about 10 goals that season. And I just think a bit of dynamism in, in the middle of the park. Someone who can support Fraser Campbell, maybe get past him and and, um, and, and pick up a few goals. We're lacking goals. And I just think we need, we need goals from somewhere. And, and if we're not getting it from, from the front three, um, we need goals from elsewhere. So, um, yeah, someone someone on the on the same kind of ilk as, as, as Chris Beach. And I never thought I would say that. I like that, mate. Did he nick that off Michael Jordan? I swear that's a Michael Jordan thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. So he came up to all my T kids, like giving it Billy Bigger and said, I can do this, I can do that. I'm like, Nike, just do it. I'm like, all right, good one. Um, that's another, we've got a few stories on him, though, but that's for another time. You sure Michael Jordan didn't get it from Chris Beach? Right? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, true, true. He'd have told you, he'd have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, so I'm not going to go for a third Chris. We're not having a triple Chris. Um, but I've gone for a player similar to, to James, to be honest. Um, I don't think it's... Obviously, he would normally play right back, but he could play centre back as well. I've gone for Tommy Smith. Um, I completely agree with you, James. I think we need leaders. I think when Hogg's not playing, and obviously Schindler's been out, you know, we are lacking leaders. Um, and, you know, I, I like Tommy Smith. I was I was really upset when, when he left to go to Stoke. And he's exactly the type of player who would take it by the scruff of the neck. And, you know, wasn't... I mean, he was in the um, uh, PFA player of the season in the championship when we went up. But, you know... <laughs> You just knew he was going to give it his all. And I think I look at this team at the moment and I just, I don't get the same feeling from some of the players. And, you know, I think I think you're right. I think, and Stephen Jickin hit the nail on the head in his five conclusions. We need leaders, especially in a relegation battle now. We need people to set this by the scruff of the neck. So, so yeah, Tommy Smith. Um, oh, God, wish he was back. Um, so, yeah, like I said, there's no, there's no Birmingham fan this week. Um, so... You know, well, it'd be nice to do that, not do that, to be honest, because uh, they're all really confident at the moment because we're in such terrible form. But we'll move on to your the coach. So um, Carlos isn't isn't here anymore, but in his place is, is James Whitaker um, wearing his cap. So uh, James, who who you line, how you lining up, and who who makes your lineup? Wearing his chinos. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think um, I've not deviated too much from what. Carlos is doing. Um, I've gone with um, Schofield in goal um, and then a 3-5-2 um, with Edmonds, Green, Keogh and Saar and then um, Pippa, right wing back, Vallejo, Holmes, O'Brien and Rowe and then Mbenza and Campbell up front. I think that one of the trickiest things over the last two seasons has been sort of working out the sort of midfield combinations, particularly with sort of Bakuna, we know what he's like um, and obviously O'Brien's coming to the side I think that what Corbrand's tried with Vallejo, Bakuna and O'Brien just doesn't really work for me and it isn't creative enough um, especially against these low block teams that we're obviously going to come up against like Birmingham um, so I've actually dropped Bakuda to the bench um, because I think he's actually probably a better player off the bench, as I've probably said before. Um, I was tempted to put Sonogo in, but um, I've decided to go with Mbenza just because I'm um, not sure about Sonogo's fitness. Um, but as Brady knows, I did actually joke that we should, should sign him um, about six months ago. So um, I'm obviously ahead of the curve on that one. Yeah, ITK, mate, that's what you are. Um <laughs> So Phil, you know, are you, well, first question: Are you a tra- would you be a tracksuit manager or a suit manager? And then I think I probably go suit. I think I go suit. 
All right. Well, every game. Yeah, I think so. I think you've got to be smart as a gaffer. I think yeah. you don't you leave leave your tracksuits to your coaches. I think. I think I'd go. I think I'd go tracksuit. But then, if you like, you know, I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be this with town. But if you had like your, your European, probably go suit. Bit smarter, bit more formal. Would you go? Uh, would you go tracksuit and then boots, or would you go tracksuit with trainers? Oh, trainers wouldn't go boots. No. I had a coach once. Flippy. He were he were old. The guy called Keith Blunt, and um, he used to wear <laughs> tracksuit and boots, but no socks. Middle of winter. Oh. Anyway, legend. Um, I can't decide whether I I. I Three five two for me is what we need to be playing at the moment, um, but I think with, with the way that Birmingham are, I think we need to play four at the back. So uh, Rowe, Pippa, um, Saar, uh, Kio, Schofield, and then Vallejo holding. But I like him as a I like him in the back three. Mm. Um, but but holding, um, allowing the, the two to bomb on, so we can he can drop in if he needs so. Uh, Bakuna. Um, O'Brien, Holmes, and Benza, and I, I was going to say Phillips, but I think knowing what the Birmingham defenders are like, he could get bullied a little bit uh, for to start. So I think Campbell. Um, but yeah, I would like to see Phillips. Um, but I think going forwards, we need to be playing three at the back. No, I agree, mate. James, I didn't ask you what would be your management attire. We've got to have some fun because, uh, you know, the, uh, the games aren't going well and it's bobbing everyone out. <laughs> um, I'd probably say tracksuit as well. I was going to say, Bray, I could more imagine you type more like a German type, wear jeans, that kind of vibe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, mate. <laughs> oh, I see you. Yeah, well, uh, anyway, we'll see. I mean, I, I agree with you, lads. I think 3 5 2. Phil, you have convinced me to put Bakuna into my starting lineup because um, I think you're right. I think it could be a game. I kept Schofield. Um, people who listened in would hear that I dropped him, but I don't think you can really blame me for any of the goals. And I did say I'd bring him back in for Birmingham anyway. Um, I've got, um, yeah, for my three, I've got uh, Edmunds Green. I've got Stearman because uh, I think Keogh. You know, Stearman's come on, he's played 60 minutes here and there, probably needs to start. And then Saar. Uh, yeah, I've got Pippa, obviously. I've got O'Brien, got Vallejo as my holding. Um, I agree with you, Phil. I do prefer him actually in the back three, but if Hogg's not fit, I think we just, I don't really think O'Brien's yeah. that good at that role anyway. And I've got Holmes further back. Um, and I've got Mbenzo on the left rather than, uh, you know, on the right, because up front, I've got Fraser Campbell, but I've also got Yaya Sonogo because he's six foot three. I thought he had some nice touches when he came on. And I think we need to offer something different. And if we have a big striker up front to knock it down to Campbell and, you know, be up for it against um, what will be a tough Birmingham defence, I think just changing it up a little bit, especially that, that's why I've changed it back defensively because, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, Phil, like, I don't, I don't understand why we're not changing the defence. This this defence isn't keeping clean sheets, so let's change it and see. Would you, get, would you take Sar out? Sar's made a hell of a lot of mistakes. Yes, I would a couple of games ago, but I've got to be completely honest. I I don't think he's actually played that bad recently. I think um, he was pretty good against Middlesbrough. I don't think it was really his fault. Um, I think he's been all right defensively. I don't think he's really been culpable. The last time I think he, could make, he made a really bad mistake was Luton. Um did you like his goal yesterday then? I thought it was good, mate. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I think that's tapping. just. A, Did you like his tapping when, when he was a bit of a mess all round? 
Well, I think I think we're just a bit of a mess defensively all round. So um, I don't know. I, I keep him in because I think, especially in a game like this, his pass when he does pass and it, when he's good at that, you know, when he is in form, that's yeah. that's key. And I think that's what yeah. we'll need to get some joy. But yeah, I think Keo needs a rest. Um, he looked so bewildered after that Preston game as well. Bless him. Uh, and Edmonds Green again. I think we just need to to get him in because um, I thought. Again, he still needs to learn, blah, blah, blah. Um, but anyway, lads, how, how do you think how do you think this game's gonna go? How are you feeling about it? Phil, you look really keen to talk, so I won't come to you first, I'll come to James. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with one all, partly because I just I don't I don't wanna say that we're gonna lose. Um, and I don't think I can face up to that. So <laughs> Um, I think that relegation sort of six-pointers often do end up being sort of disappointing draws a bit. I don't know whether... I don't, I mean, we probably are going to go for it, but I think we will probably struggle to break them down. Um, and they are probably one of the most defensive teams in the league. Um, if we can get an early goal, then it would force Birmingham to come at us. But to be honest, I think with our de- defensive record, like I say, second worst in the league... Um, we just don't seem to be able to cut out the mistakes and keep clean sheets. So I think one all is sort of, yeah, what I've gone with, taking all that into account. I think you could be right there, mate. Phil, go on then. You'd have to give Two me a nil. score. 2-0. Two Two nil. Nil. All right. Town. Win. <laughs> Why? Why? 2-0 win. Because this season's just the most random season ever. And Birmingham uh, is fairly strong defensively. What happens? We normally go look at Swansea, so we normally go and we score a few goals, and, and and there'll probably be some random goals that we score as well. And then we haven't kept a clean sheet for so long that we do one. So I think two 0 Like it, like it. Sound reasoning. Um, well, I was looking because we didn't. I realised we kind of skimped over the last game, but uh, when we played them at St Andrews, we had seventy six point nine percent possession. Battered them. Uh, yeah, absolutely battered them. And I mean, they still had more shots than us, though, so maybe not better them. But um, well, did we have? Did when Diakabi playing? Diakabi were playing. Yeah, we battered them, and we even had him playing. <laughs> I think was that the game where he um, he got taken off, and he was like me, like yeah. at the bench, yeah. 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 I actually looked at that lineup for that game and it's quite weird. Like Hogg's playing in defence and Coroma's playing in centre mid and then Diakabi's up front. It's a bit of an odd one for me for me that, but uh there we go. Well, we've not got half them players anymore, mate, due to injury or, or leaving. So uh yeah. I I I'm going two one. Two one win for town. Uh we're good at home, weirdly. You know, I know we lost to Wickham, but we beat Swansea in I, I think I just I just got a feeling we're going to win this. Like you said, we can't keep a clean sheet to save a life, and I think Birmingham score, especially like you were saying, Phil, about set pieces and just look a bit soft there. Um, but yeah, I'm going two one. I just fancy us, especially at home. Um, you know, Birmingham got a win, so I think it's not as pre- obviously still need to pick up points, but it's not like they're going to build a run together and. I just fancy it. And do you know what? I'm even going to go. I think Sonogo's going to score in this. Left foot. Big shout. <laughs> I'll go for it. Well, you know, I predict, predicted loads of draws for town because like, I think I'm like you, James. I don't want them to lose and they do. So, so I'm going 2-1 win. 
To be fair, I've not been right once on this uh, on these predictions. I don't think so. Well, neither have I, mate, and that's why you know here I am still hosting it. So we'll see. <laughs> um, anyway, chat. No accountability. Right. No, exactly. It was good. Well, Matt, Matt, and Chris aren't here, so you know I'm I'm running a mock, mate. Uh, anyway, we'll see. See, we've got a big game on Tuesday. Let's see how we get on. Um, cheers to everyone for listening. Cheers to Phil and James for coming on, as always. And, um, yeah, fingers crossed. We'll see, won't we? But nice one. Thanks for tuning in. Come on, down. Oh, what a night. Late in May in 2017. Shinder scored. It was a heavy dream. What a singing we are Premier League the greatest sight in Georgia Square to see what an evening what a night oh I I got a funny feeling when he walks and a fan Commentator yelled, he takes that chance. Oh, what a night! Lost so safe in mesmerizing me. Low, low charge and flattened all Chelsea. Stanford Bridge, oh, what a night! Oh, I. Got a funny feeling when he walked an fence and then the commentator yelled, he takes our chance.